Train Hard Live Strong family. What's up, everyone? Coach Matt here, your host and owner of Athletic Beings Training and Apparel. Ladies and gentlemen, if this is your very first episode here, your very first time just listening to my voice and joining the Train Hard Live Strong podcast, this is going to be the podcast where you're going to learn the ins and outs when it comes down to health and fitness. You want to learn more about training, nutrition, mindset, or you simply want to get inspired in your health and fitness journey, you're going to find all that plus more here on the show. Not only that, we also bring on amazing guest speakers. We've had on 100 plus and still counting all to come up on here and share their story, their knowledge, their experience to fulfill our biggest mission and vision for the show, which is to simply inspire people to believe in themselves. And you already know, ladies and gentlemen, if you've been tuning in for a while now or after you listen to this episode and you're like, hell yeah, this podcast is sick. If you have not left a review yet, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It takes about a minute or two and it's the number one way you can support and share love to the podcast and it really does mean the world to me. Today, we're going to cover the three things not to do when trying to build muscle. And these are from my own experience because I've had trouble building muscle, especially in the beginning, aside from the newbie gains. And if you are right now in a struggle of trying to build muscle and you know slowly get there or just get there in due time, this is gonna be an amazing episode for you. So ladies and gentlemen, I just finished a freaking nice pool day. This is my second episode like I'm recording here in the gym. It's, it's such a better vibe and I, I hope I can give you an amazing episode today. Well, I will give you an amazing episode today. But if you are ready, here we go ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead and let's dive in this episode, y'all. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Welcome back to another amazing episode here on the Train Hard Lift Drop podcast. Like I always mention, I appreciate and love every single person who's been tuning in every Monday and Thursday or just listening to the episodes every single week that we put out episodes. Um, I'm always happy to come up on here and talk and give you guys, you know, education, inspiration around health and fitness because health and fitness is is crucial and it, it is necessary and everyone has their own path with inside of it. I just want you to be I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm going to give you my education and my point of view, my perspectives, things that I have learned in my journey, along with bringing on guest speakers to help guide you in the right direction, to help guide you to answers in your health and fitness journey, because no journey is going to be perfectly straight. No journey is going to be perfect. You're going to go through a lot of different things, physically, emotionally, mentally, all that stuff. So I come up on here to give you the best that I possibly can, along with guest speakers, to help you guide you in your journey. Because I think it's very important to, you know, understand who you are and better understand yourself and the things that are needed and to not feel alone. You know, whenever I first started, there's a lot of times where I felt alone and, you know, it was just difficult. I felt frustrated with my own body. So I understand how that feels like. And that's why I want to come up on here and give you the ins and the outs. You know what I'm saying? But ladies and gentlemen, today we're going to cover the three things to not do whenever you're trying to build muscle and trying to, you know, just get that lean look. And especially for my females out there, if you feel like as soon as you touch heavy weight, you're going to get bulky all of a sudden, you're wrong, 
Okay, your body to build muscle needs specific things, all right? It's a simple equation. You have to intensify your workout. You have to build that foundation. You have to challenge the muscles. You have to break down the fibers and rebuild. And the most important part is you need to be there on a nutritional standpoint. You need to be in a surplus or in, on a maintenance phase and kind of gradually going up into a surplus and maybe back down if you don't want to just, you know, gain a lot of body fat. You kind of want to gain lean muscle, you know, on, in a due time or in a long period of time. But as soon as you touch weight, you're not just going to automatically just get bulky like bodybuilders, all right? It's just you need a lot of different things to get that. Trust me, if it was that simple, don't you think a lot of us would be not doing supplements or doing drugs to get to a specific muscle growth or a specific muscle tone? If it was that easy, if I could just touch barbells and all of a sudden be bulky, then that'd be sick, right? No, that's not how it works. So if that hasn't happened yet, don't be afraid to touch these weights. If you want to sculpt your body, lose weight, drop body fat, have that nice tone look, good glutes, nice legs, you're going to have to hit the barbells. You're going to have to hit the heavy weights. You're going to have to challenge yourself and get to that burn sensation and stay there, right? But don't be afraid of the heavy weights. These are the three things to not do whenever you're trying to build these muscles, all right? So the biggest thing is not being in a surplus or a maintenance phase. Now, like I just mentioned, Whenever you are trying to build muscle, you have to, you have to, you have to be spot on with the nutrition. You have to be spot on with your macros. You have to be spot on with the energy in, all right? And this is because you are burning a lot of energy trying to break down the tissue. Then you have to replenish those, the things that you depleted, and then also replenish the storages where you need to build. So your body has to replenish what's been depleted and also replenish what needs to be recovered. This is where high-protein um, you know, high protein sources with every single meal is going to be absolutely crucial. And this is where carbs are not your enemy. They are your friend. All right. So understanding what my, what macros you need for your body type, for your lifestyle, for the, you know, your training split and your training program, all that put together is going to create a nice, strong muscle growth or muscle growth time frame, but also a good position and good baseline for you to build muscle. The biggest thing that I struggled from whenever I was starting to, you know, lift heavy because I wanted to build big muscles and that's what I wanted to do because I was a scrawny kid playing these sports and I was always getting pushed around and I hated it. So my theory was just eat, okay, eat anything and just train for three hours a day. And that was absolutely not the way to go. I got more injuries and more plateaus than anything. All right. And I've told you guys multiple times, supplements, Taco Bell, train for three hours, go home, eat more junk, go to sleep, repeat over and over again. I had huge gaps where I didn't eat. I didn't eat breakfast. I didn't eat lunch. It was like from four o'clock to about 10 o'clock at night is where I would eat a bunch of food. And no, that's not freaking intermittent fasting. Okay. That's not what that looks like because it was a bunch of junk, a bunch of crap. And I, I wasn't even counting nothing. I wasn't even keeping track of nothing. And then you know, I obviously get older, grow up and then join the military. Even then I was barely learning how to just count my calories and count my macros and what this does and what this does and all these things. And I was already eight years inside of my training. So it took me quite a bit of time. So I understand what this is. As soon as I started to understand what a maintenance phase was, a deficit, a surplus, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go into a surplus. I'm going to see how many calories that I do burn throughout my day. And I'm just going to hit 450, 500 calories above that. And I'm going to stay like that for at least four weeks. After those four weeks were done, I, I put on a, a good amount of weight. I would say five to six pounds in that month. And yes, it wasn't all muscle mass. Okay. Maybe like hopefully a half a pound or a pound of muscle, but, uh, 
it was weight. And that's what I was happy for because my PRs got heavier. My my strength got bigger, you know, and these, these numbers on the barbells that I was pushing, they got bigger and that's what I was wanting. And as soon as I figured out like, oh, nutrition plays a huge role in all this progress stuff, that's when all these things started to click. If you want to build muscle, you're gonna have to hit the weights, you're gonna have to challenge the body, you're gonna have to force those muscle fibers to, to tear down and rebuild, and you're gonna have to fulfill yourself on a nutritional standpoint, on a nutritional level, which means you're gonna have to meet your protein requirements, you're gonna have to meet your carbohydrate requirements, you're gonna have to meet your fatty acid requirements for your health as well, all right? Yes, whenever you're building muscle, you're gonna be in a surplus or a maintenance phase, which means that your body fat might not drop or it just could stay the same if you're kind of doing this right or you're guided by a coach. But other than that, body fat is going to have to go up. Body fat is going to go up a little bit, right? And then you're going to have a cut phase. And then this kind of gradually goes back and forth, back and forth. You know, you kind of like zigzag, not yo-yo, zigzag, because you're in control when you zigzag. Um, and whenever you do this for a period of time, you're going to see good muscle growth, the actual muscle itself, the tissue, the fibers will begin to either get bigger or build new fibers because that is also growth as well because your muscle grows in two ways, right? You rebuild the fibers or your body has to build new fibers so that, and that's where the growth comes from. So whenever you incorporate your surplus or your maintenance phase inside of your training regimen, you're going to see good muscle growth, but it has to come from good, clean, high-dense foods. You're going to have to get good sources of protein. You know, you're going to have to get strong, good sources of carbohydrates, which come from your vegetables and some starches. Yes, you're going to have more leniency with the things that you eat. You might have a little bit, you'll have privilege of eating more simple carbohydrates, which can come from sugars and fructose, you know, sucrose and uh, and like chips, you know, stuff like, you know, I guess you would say tastes good or whatnot. You're going to be able to have some more of those things because you're trying to replenish your carbohydrate fight, you know, your carbohydrate storages, which is going to be your energy source whenever you're training. So you're going to have more privilege and opportunity to do these things, but not being spot on with your food is not going to create any sort of result for you. Even if you're trying to lose weight, even if you're trying to shred body fat, you need to be spot on with your food. This is always going to create and, and, Put it in stone, your progress. Like I always say, training creates the opportunity. Your food is going to actually create that progress for you, and it's going to keep it there. Once you have learned how a surplus and a maintenance phase works for your body, some people build muscle fast. I have a client that gets, he's very strong, and he builds muscle very fast, and he did. In a matter of like six months, this guy put on like, it seemed like 15, 12 pounds, right, to all together, but from that was like three pounds of muscle, four pounds of muscle. So he, and he was getting PRs like every single two weeks. And this is because his body type is that body type. And he's, you know, he has a carbohydrate, um, high tolerance for it. So you're going to have to learn your body. If you have a coach, that coach is going to learn your body for you and then kind of hopefully educate you on what your body is. So you can do this for the rest of your life. But if you don't understand what a surplus or a maintenance phase is and how to zigzag through those, you're not going to build lean muscle because your body needs a surplus and needs energy to put on this muscle mass for you. Like I said earlier, girls, if you're trying to build that lean mass, you're trying to build that nice, the nice cuts, the nice frame, you're going to have to eat. You're going to have to lift heavy. Just because you do these things doesn't mean you're going to bulk up. If you start to see a bulking or you start to see things that you don't want to see, you're getting too big or you're getting too much more muscle or whatever, this means you have great genetics. 
which means that you might have to even, you have the opportunity or privilege to not train as much. Maybe you can even, you know, slow down some of your nutrition and drop some calories. So there's a lot of different things you're going to be able to do. Like I said, this is not a perfect straight line. You're going to have to learn your body and learn more about yourself and see how this works and how you can be in a good position with your food in order to create these results. But number one, not being in a surplus or maintenance phase is going to almost guarantee that you're not going to get any sort of muscle growth or progress whatsoever. You can't grow muscle in a deficit. Yes, you can densify perhaps. You can drop body fat, obviously, but you're not going to build muscle because muscle needs energy. Number two, not training hard enough. Now, this is something that I had to wrap my head around a lot of different times and still to this day. Your body needs a certain amount of stimulation in order for you to create that opportunity for growth. You do not need to destroy your body every single time in the gym. You don't have to completely go to exhaustion. You don't always have to do drop sets, supersets. You don't always have to completely destroy your body and hit that burn sensation for like every sort of like every workout possible. Your body needs a certain amount of stimulation. And once you have figured out your stimulation or your coach has figured out your stimulation, then you can stay at that line and you can build muscle healthy, injury-free on a straight line, you know, like on a good position where you're building, you know, half a pound or a quarter pound of muscle every month, nice and easy. Your weights are going up. You're able to do 225 on back squat a lot more easier. It was first five reps. Now it's six. Now it's eight. Now it's 12. And you're gradually going up and you're gradually getting stronger and stronger and you're seeing lean muscle math, muscle math, uh, muscle math, muscle mass growth. And this is going to be done from training at that stimulation period, okay? If you are hitting 12 reps and that 12th rep is simple, it's easy, like, okay, you know, it says if I do 8 to 12 reps and I do 4 sets, I'm going to build muscle. All right, so if you are in a deload week, this might be beneficial because obviously we're in a deload week. But if you're trying to stack on, you're trying to hustle and grind, you're going to have to push yourself. All right, you're gonna have to hit that point where eight reps is hard and you're set for 12, so you gotta do four more. Somehow you gotta figure out how you're gonna do those next four reps. So you get a spotter, you do eccentric focus, negatives, and you're focusing on you know specific certain movements and you're really hitting the muscle and, and really focusing on that muscle and isolating that muscle and you are burning that sucker, right? This is how you're going to create the opportunity for progress with your training. And then you obviously dial in with your food. Sometimes a lot of people go through the motions because this is what is needed. I'm in the gym, I'm working, right? And that's great. If you are starting out and you are trying to get into this rhythm, like I mentioned in other previous episodes, find a routine, stick to that, and then add to it, and then do more. But if you are going through the motions and you are just doing 8 to 12 reps because that's what feels good, and that's great. But if you're trying to build muscle and you have a specific goal, I want to put on some mass, you're going to have to seriously challenge yourself. You're going to really have to push yourself to the edge, push your limit, hire your standards, and keep progressive overloading every single week. This is why people have deload weeks. This is where you're going to have a week or two where you can just go through the motions and, and keep your muscle growth maintenance phase there as your body recovers, but you're still training to maintain that mass that you've earned. So this is where I struggled a lot whenever I first started as well is I was overtraining. I was training too much. My stimulation was more for the pump than for actually focused, you know, goal-oriented progress. And whenever I started to orientate my progress and orientate my goals to specific, you know, training program regimens or training splits whenever I started to learn more about it when I was in the military and stuff, then I started to see more progress. But 
when I still would train sometimes, I would just hit a specific limit. And once I hit that limit, I would stop. If I were to push a little bit harder, I probably would have most likely gotten results a little bit more faster. Obviously, building lean muscle, you can see it in multiple ways. You can do heavy compound lifts, heavy Olympic lifts, or you can do simple, like focused, isolated you know, bicep curls or skull crushers, tricep extensions, uh, you know, lateral raises, lat pull downs, bench press, push ups. You can really focus on the muscle fibers and really break down those tissues by just concentrating that muscle to mind connection or that, uh, yeah, muscle to mind, mind to muscle connection and really crushing that burn sensation, getting there and you staying there, right? Not training hard enough is going to hurt your progress. But then you don't want to obviously overtrain as well. And this is what's going to get me into my third point right here of what not to do is not having enough time to recover. Now, this is something I absolutely a thousand percent struggled with almost my entire training career. I never gave my body enough time to recover. Now, this is because multiple reasons. Whenever I was training very heavily, I was I was more training before a, you know, mental health, mental growth. And I was trying to find myself and I was trying to let go of these things that were, you know, pulling me down. And, uh, so I would train for pain. I would train for, for feeling. And that caused me to just always train, always train, always train, always train, never giving my body any sort of time to recover. But if you think about it, it's very simple. It's common sense. If you train, your body needs time to rebuild. That time is your recovery. So you need time in between your training splits to do active recovery, to do full rest periods, to do and focus on these things. This is where you nourish your body. This is where you hydrate your body. You give back to your body. Let your body rebuild so you can come back stronger. I never understood this because I felt like I would come back to the gym after a two-day break and I would feel weaker. This is because I wasn't fulfilling myself on a nutritional standpoint. You see how all these things kind of, they work together. They fit together. It's not just like, you can do this and boom, you got it. Or you can do this and do this and skip this and then you'll still get it. Like, no, you have to, this, this is very technical. It's, it's specific. If you want to focus on a specific goal, then you got to do this equation to get to that outcome. And that's how this stuff works. Recovery is absolutely needed, especially if you think that pump is muscle growth. You're wrong because you need to recover. You need time to rebuild those tissues. You need to fulfill yourself on a nutritional standpoint to recover those fibers. This is how muscle growth happens. I used to always think that you had to work so hard to build muscle. And don't get me wrong. Whenever you have a leg day and you have an hour and you need to go and do compound lifts, you need to do heavy leg press, you better push yourself to the limit and even pass that limit in that workout. But guess what? You're not hitting legs again for another three days. And on that third day, you're not doing heavy. We're doing high reps and we're going for that burn and we're going to stay there for a while. So in those two days, you need to fully recover those legs. You need to fulfill yourself on a nutritional standpoint. You need to make sure you're recovering nice and well. You're doing your stretches. You're doing whatever recovery you like to do. Maybe going for walks, making sure you're ready for that next leg day. Because I didn't recover like how I was supposed to, a few things happened. Number one, injuries. Number two, loss of connection to my own body. And number three, I didn't get progress. I didn't get results. There was a certain reason why I was always getting tired whenever I would go and do specific things. I felt like I should be getting better. Why am I not getting better? Because, yo, Matt, you're overtraining, dude. You're not resting enough, man. And that was hard for me to focus on. It still is. But now... I know the signs behind how powerful a deload week is, how powerful recovery days are, and how powerful taking some time off and letting your body heal can actually create more progress than you think. Not giving enough time to recover 
is going to be a huge one on the reason why you don't build muscle. Hitting, there's a lot of different things around recovery that I can go over, but I want to ensure, and I want to pass this point across right here, is that if you do not give your body time, and this is, comes with sleep, this comes with just days off, if you're not giving your body enough time to recover, you're going to cause a lot more pain, you're going to cause a lot more setbacks, and you're going to hit a lot more roadblocks and plateaus than you think. Stimulation to the body, this is a very high stress. Training and putting your body through stimulation for muscle growth is a very high stressor. So if you're doing that on a regular basis without giving your body any sort of time to recover, it's just as much as juggling a bunch of crap in your life. You need time to recover. You need time to catch a break. You need time to catch a breath. You need time to let your body heal so you don't go through all these crazy aches and pains and give your body enough time to take in the energy, the nutrition, the fuel that you've been feeding it, these nice, great, amazing foods, high sources of protein, so you can rebuild and get stronger for that next muscle group again for the next day or for the next week. Whenever you're doing that, if you're doing legs today, let him recover for the next four days and crush it again. Give your body time. And then you have full recovery days where you're not doing nothing. Maybe you're just going to work and doing this, hanging out with your friends, your family, but you ain't doing nothing fitness related. All right, yes, you're still dialed into your food because you must. But other than that, you're taking time off. You're taking time off, letting your body heal. I wish I would have known this whenever I was 17, 16, 15. Wish I would have known this when I was 21, 22, 23. It took me a long time to focus on this because... Training and nutrition, training and health and fitness, all this stuff is all a battle, right? It's always a, a, a fight against yourself. And everybody has their reasons on why they're training. And my biggest reason was because I suffered with self-love. You know, I, I hated who I, who I was. You know, I, there's, and I still fight these things. But mentally, I was never truly happy with myself. Finding true happiness and confidence within yourself is hard. You know, and, and I don't know if a lot of you can relate to this, but you can feel confident with other people. You find confidence and happiness through other people. But whenever you're alone in the room in the dark, are you still happy? Are you still confident and you have high self-esteem and you have good self-love for yourself whenever no one's there? You can do that for yourself. That took me a long time and I still work on it. And training was always an outlet for me. So I pushed for pain. I never give my body rest because I feel like I never deserved it. And because I didn't deserve it, I felt like I always had to strive for pain because I couldn't feel anything else. So training for me was that. It was a huge mental outlet and also improvement. Everybody has their own reasons, right? But if you want to train for a goal and you want to achieve muscle growth, even if you're in an emotionally unstable position, there's science behind this. Don't overwhelm and self-aggregate, aggregate, aggravate yourself just because you want these goals faster. So you think if you just work more and more and don't give your body time, you're not feeding yourself right. And you do all these things and you're just, fo you're focusing on the pump and you think because training is what's going to give you results. And that's the only thing. And you are pushing and you're pushing. You're going to apply so much stress and overwhelming sensations onto yourself. You're not going to go nowhere. And your body's going to work against you and not with you. Focus on these three things. Number one, dial in on your nutrition, making sure that you're in a surplus, good maintenance phase. Whenever you're here, you're going to see you're well-fed, you have high energy, and you're ready to roll always. Not enough hard, you're not training hard enough, right? And I know it's kind of like counterbalance with number three, but whenever you're in the gym, a lot of us get sidetracked. We have life pulling us apart. You have different things that are grabbing your attention. Whenever you're in the gym, that's you. That's you time. Focus on you. Train, focus in, dial in on the muscle. You know, focus on those things. That took me a long time as well because mind-to-body connection 
was never there for me. I, I thought that if I just went through the movement that I would be good. But then I, then I found like if I push through the floor whenever I do deadlifts, that's going to add a little bit more tension to my legs, my upper back, takes a lot of pressure off my low back, and I can drive with my glutes, and I can get a higher PR, all because I'm dialed in, I'm training hard enough for my body to understand what hard work looks like in the right places. Number three, not enough time to recover. Understand this. This might take time. If you're a hustler, you're a go-getter, you're a grinder, I understand. Your body needs time to recover, and there's no, there's no way around it, okay? Fulfill yourself on a nutritional standpoint and get that recovery in. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope I taught you something today. I hope I gave you some value. If I did, please share it to your best friend, your gym buddy, your mom, dad, cousin, uncle, someone. Or share it to your Instagram story and let, let the world see it. But ladies and gentlemen, if I taught you something today, please do that. Uh, much love to you all. I always love coming up on here, talking to you all. If you have not left a review yet for the show, please do so. It really does mean the world to me and it supports us in the biggest way possible. Um, and if you haven't subscribed or you're following on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Go ahead and do so so you do not miss out on any future episodes because we got some great things coming for y'all and we got some great guest speakers coming too. But ladies and gentlemen, you know how we do it over here. I'm your host, Coach Matt. Get out there, train hard, and live strong. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.